What is up, group fam? We are back on the podcast. This is the Group's Leadership Podcast. My name is the one and only Tim Nichols. And guess who we have back in the studio? He's bearded as ever. Man, those eyes are great. Jason, tell us, just just give us a brief intro of just like who you are. Like just yeah, the essence of Jay. I didn't know that you were talking about me initially when you started describing that person. We have person. a very beautiful human being in this room that this, is not... That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, there's just so many things that you could say about me. Um, it's hard to describe it in words, and so I won't. <laughs> Sounds maybe? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get that. Yeah. Hey, so what we also have in the... Who we also have in the studio is we have Caleb Howard. Hey, hey. That's good. How are you guys? Uh, well, we're doing we're fantastic good, man. right now. Uh, Sitting in this room, I don't know if I can match your guys level to be honest of what just try your best just just the level of energy i guess yeah but I'll, I'll, I'll try myself i'll go down i'll try my best yeah we'll meet you where you're at okay no big deal all right so that's uh, good we, shepherding we've got, we've got the podcast here we go uh guys hey caleb do you want to tell us what it's like to be a group coach come on guy uh, yeah. <laughs> no, so we have Caleb uh, Howard on here. So Caleb, I want you to just actually talk about a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you, what have you been doing here at Abundant Life? I know you've been here for a few years, and uh, I know you're really involved with a lot of different things. So uh, just kind of give us like a brief foray and just got some of the stuff that you're like involved with here at Abundant Life. Yeah. So we, me and my wife, um, got married in June of 2019 and moved to Kansas City. We found Abundant Life and. Paradigm really first so we started coming to Paradigm and uh, I mean we loved it it was amazing Um, started serving a few months later that was like December and been serving at Paradigm ever since we are also I'm also a group coach Um, I've also helped out with a few other things randomly Um, like the new member class on Sunday mornings helped out with that a few times um in a, in a community group ourselves, and um, yeah, that's a little bit about us. Uh, <clears throat> that, so one of the things actually we want to talk about like today is like, so you, you're a group coach, you've been coaching for a while, and uh, you know, what is a group coach? Like when, when you think Caleb Howard, group coach, like what, what's like going through your head? Yeah, a, a group coach is kind of the almost point of contact for the group leader to go to with any questions, any hiccups. Um, I'm, I'm not on staff. Like, I'm a lay person. I have a, a job. Shout out Bolt Boutique. Like, me and my wife have our, own com- have our own companies. Like, I'm not hired on by the church. And um, I know, like, all the leaders of groups are the same. Like, they are not, quote-unquote, trained clergy members. Like, we're all, we're all just normal people, you know? But it's still nice to have that person who you can reach out to for questions or, hey, this has happened in our group and I don't know how to handle it um, or good things to celebrate. So having that coach is kind of a, I think it does give people peace and reassurance on, hey, I'm thinking about doing this with our group, whatever it is. What do you think about that? I'm like, that's great. Or I don't know about that. Or let me, let me ask Jason or Tim to see their, <laughs> see, get their thoughts on that. So sure. That's that's kind of what a group coach is. Um, I know group coaches also nowadays help out with launching of groups. That's how they kind of get started, at least um, for the three groups that I've helped launch and become coaches for. Uh, 
just showing them what is community, what is the six markers, um, what's the whole point, just kind of giving that, getting them off on a, a good foot to start and uh, letting them run from there and then kind of handing over the reins and having full confidence in the, in the new group leader to to take it from there and just taking the back seat, back seat afterwards and helping in whatever way possible. Hmm. That's awesome. Um, and you are a great coach, by the way. We really appreciate you. If you were bad, we, we wouldn't ask you to come on here. So I, I tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Um, so, so part of kind of what, uh, like our audience is here is like most of us are, are group leaders or members of a group and, and kind of the idea behind this podcast is like, picture it on your way to, to group next week or whenever we post this, what, what nugget could we give? And, And kind of what I would love to go is like, um, we're always needing more coaches because God has blessed abundant life in our group's ministry. And so it's growing like at a really quick rate. And so, there is such a need um, to have people that are going to shepherd our groups and be that point of contact like you're talking about. So share with us like something like what's one of the joys of that? Like what's what's something cool that you like appreciate or enjoy about being a coach? Yeah, the those first um, I know for the groups that I launched, we did it, I think, in six or seven weeks just mm-hmm. because there is those six markers. So we would cover those and um you build up a lot of trust within those first six, seven, eight weeks, however long um, you are launching those groups. And a lot of times if they are new believers in that group or have never really had authentic, deep community, which is obviously what we're trying to do, a lot of times some deep things are shared mm. um, and relationships form pretty quickly. And um a few guys have gotten married this past year and got to, they invited me to their wedding and, and have great relationships with those guys. So just seeing and being able to celebrate that. So one of the joys is just having those deep relationships and connections with more people um, in the church. So on a, on a Sunday morning or Tuesday at Paradigm or whenever else I see these people, it's, it's a get to catch up how you've been, um, especially since I'm kind of removed for, from the launch of those groups, mm-hmm. getting to reconnect and, and catch up and still uh, be a big part of their lives and still celebrate what's going on and um, and then helping out whenever there's the need. Mm. So it's... So would you say that you kind of, uh, I'm going to use this word, shepherd. I mean, do you, do you feel like that's kind of what you're doing with some of these group leaders is like, you know, you're getting involved in their life, you're understanding who they are. Um, understanding their problems that they're dealing with. Um, I mean, do you feel like, you know, as a group coach, like uh, that is something that you should be doing is trying to communicate with these people on a deeper level. That way you can build that connection with, uh, with helping out their, their community group whenever there are issues or celebrations to win. Yeah, for sure. I think um, the most amount of shepherding and it is a bigger time commitment in those first two months when you're launching those groups, because um, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but this, the, the structure on how we still do it now is if someone, whoever's launching that group is kind of the leader for those first two months or six weeks, whatever it is, and then as you identify the next the, who will become the leader, you kind of pull away. And the whole point of like group coaches is because Pastor Phil can't shepherd mm. every single group right. that's going on in, in church. Like 
it's a big it's he wouldn't have the time and he wouldn't be able to shepherd well mm-hmm. so um just having that this is a really big flex he's about to say like and, and i'm basically pastor phil uh no, <laughs> <extended> here. no. <laughs> um but yeah those those first handful of weeks yeah there's there's a lot of shepherding and then and then as they pull away it's like my time is is focused on that group leader and how can i shepherd them well how can i make sure that um they have the vision for the group and are leading well and and making sure shepherding them by make sure they're shepherding their people well Hmm. it's like shepherdception inception right are we dreaming right now yeah maybe shepherd shepherding shepherds whoa hey Hey. that's awesome bro what like i'm thinking of you know, like if I'm a leader and I'm listening to this, because because part of the ask here in this episode is like, hey, we need more coaches, right? So I may be hearing uh, you talk, Caleb, and be like, man, that's awesome. I'm not a I'm not a shepherding wizard, or a, I don't have all the answers. So, but that's you, right? Like you know all things about groups. You know every the answer to every question, no. right? You're the perfect. <laughs> no, he's not a, at all. He's a coach. Yeah, <laughs> right. So how like walk us through that? What you're asking is how to shepherd. What I'm asking is like, what's the qualifications of of someone being a coach? Like, why? Like, it's not because you know the answer to every problem and every question, and mm-hmm. are the expert on what it looks like to be a coach and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. so what is it? I feel like the best coaches are people who are good at just sitting with people and like listening, um, and that's true for any leader. Mm. I don't, at least I try not to be someone who just bops in and drops drops. Uh, some knowledge or Bible verse this, Bible verse that, and then leave like uh, a good a good shepherd or someone who's there for the group is to to sit with, listen, and I'm gonna pull a quote from a wise man that I heard, but um, pain shared is divided, mm. but celebrations shared are multiplied. I don't know where I heard that. Jason Fenton. It's <laughs> um, a good quote. But that's that's true, and that's what I want to be. Like, I want to just sit with people through the pain and yeah. um, celebrate the wins that they're having in group. And uh, you don't have to be qualified or have so much knowledge to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then be good at encouraging and casting vision. Just a little icing on the cake. Just keep killing it. You got it. Right. I know it's hard because it is hard. Like not everyone is a lot of uh, the the leaders of the groups that I'm coaching, they're not in like management positions for their companies or what they do for work. So they don't have that managerial skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's that's learned and like just see what Jesus do, does and do that. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Just keep it simple. Yeah, love that. <clears throat> you kind of answered it. So, like, the there's obviously a lot of like like blessings and joys and excitement. Especially you're talking about being in those relationships and guys getting married and be like, Caleb, I want you to my wedding. Like, like that speaks to just what you're talking about: being patient and being able to sit with guys and and listen, and then and then give encouragement. Everybody needs encouragement. That. You can encourage me anytime, anyone that's listening. I love I love encouragement. <laughs> Please tell us the podcast is good. Yes, we're desperate for that. No. Um plug to review five star <laughs> yeah, yeah. share with friends. Yeah. But I think um 
I don't know, sometimes like it can seem like an, a, like a daunting task. And like, I, I don't, I think this is true. Like, and this would be true for almost every one of our coaches, not every group that you coach lasts or makes. Right. And so like, how, how do you, that's not a reflection on the coach necessarily. That's just like life. Right. And so imagine we're trying to get a bunch of people together and a lot of y'all listening in group are like, Oh yeah, I was one of those groups. Right. And sometimes it just doesn't click or this isn't the right time. And so people kind of split ways and then we regroup and it's so helpful to have a coach in the midst of that because otherwise people just, you know, they can kind of fall by the wayside, but to have a coach say, Hey man, this just wasn't the right time but here's another way for you to get plugged in to community. Here's another way for you to find your people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just such a, a such a need. And and you've done a little bit of that, right? Yeah. Of the total of three groups that I've, I've coached now, one um, had ended, I guess, is the best word to use, a while back now. Can't remember when. That might have been a year ago at this point. And, uh, yeah, just coming in at the end and being like, okay, having some closure, I think mm-hmm. was part of that. Like, okay, what happened? Why did this happen? It's okay, but how do we continue? Where do we go from here? Um, oh, maybe this person, like, for whatever reason, maybe they're going off to school, maybe they, they got married. Um, I'm in a group right now where um, well, both are kind of in transition seasons. Um, one group is bunch of college guys for the most part and uh their leader is about to go to school out of town and so their group is going to be transitioning in this upcoming um next three or four months and another group uh over the past year they had multiple guys get married and so and then one other guy kind of drop off so their group went from shrunk to less than half than what it started with and it's like that's okay like obviously like people getting married, that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, and going into a, a couple's group and we're like, okay, so like, wh- where do we go from here? Cause a lot of times the, the group leaders are like, what do we do? And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's okay. Let's, let's see how, uh, maybe there's a few guys who are looking to get involved or do you guys know anyone already? Um, I think people just get nervous to make mistakes and having a coach helping them walk through that decision gives people confidence mm. yeah man like having someone above you to just affirm people and decisions like gives the people a lot of confidence mm-hmm. that's well said yeah what like for the people listening what what would you tell them like give us a, a reason why someone should become a coach it's like i got enough going on bro i'm not trying to do that like what what would you say yeah um if, if you think time commitment is one of those things that is keeping you from becoming a coach. I, I don't think it should. Um, most people start off, you coach one group, and then maybe you add on one more, but it's not like you, you become a coach and you're all, all automatically overseeing like four groups. Like, mm-hmm. And then typically you just have the contact for, if you're a guy coach, you're over one or two guys if they're co-leaders and girl coaches one or two girls and just – trying to keep in contact with that one person like it's it's one relationship you're not having to oversee the whole group mm-hmm. that's that's the job of the the group leader you want to make sure that coach or that leader of the group is healthy and that they're still abiding with Christ and um 
still running hard and still just enjoying Jesus, mm. like not overcomplicating things. Um, so, and then I guess, would you say like people think they're probably not qualified to mm-hmm. become a coach? For sure. Yeah, just I think that's that's not true. Um, God qualifies the called; He doesn't call the qualified. Ooh. Oh my goodness! Dropping fire. You heard it here first. That is not that is not a Howard original. I've heard that somewhere before just, too. But you can't source it, so just claim it. I can't source it. Yeah, Caleb Howard, everybody. Yeah, you heard it here first. So if you feel like God's put it on your heart, like yeah, I, w- I want to do a little bit more, um, coach a group because coaches are needed. Um, me and my wife were, we're moving to Phoenix, so uh, what? It's hot. Yeah, it is hot down there. But yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm heading out. Um, God's bringing us there. God's doing things there, and I know, I know you guys need more coaches. So yeah, if you're no. listening to this and you're like, that's me. It is you. Contact. Yeah. It, this is you. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this. This is literally yours. It is you. Yeah. No, that's true, Caleb. And and like you said, like, yeah, it's we're not gonna just <laughs> dump twenty groups on you and say, Good luck, man. Here's the Bible. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna we're gonna shepherd you and we're gonna help give you the tools you need and it's gonna be a gradual thing. And and so a lot of times it does look like what you're talking about, where you help launch that group. You're kind of the you know, the den mother, so to speak, and helping them kind of kick them out of the nest after several weeks and establishing the leader and helping transfer culture is really that job for the first couple of weeks. And then you kind of become the lifeline uh, and the encourager, right? So the person that's going to connect with that group leader on a monthly basis. But then sometimes we, we have stuff, you know, like, like you're saying, like we have awesome coaches that God calls them somewhere else, right? Um, and so, they've been coaching groups or, or something happens. And then it's like, okay, we have a group that's really solid, really healthy. They just don't have a coach right now. And they've been established for even a couple of years. So sometimes it, we need coaches to come in and just help oversee groups that are, that are already really pretty healthy. We just need, they just need that lifeline. Um, so it can look like that too. And the, the qualifications of a coach, if you're already leading a group, you, it's the same qualifications. Mm-hmm. You're doing the exact same thing just for leaders, mm-hmm. which sounds scarier, but it's not. Yeah. Like, it's the same exact thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and we've heard Luke, and this is part of the paradigm culture. I mean, it's part of the culture of our church, but talking about a leader's greatest need is is really just time with the Father to be in God's Word, to abide daily. And if you're doing that, like, you're— I have a lot of confidence in in you helping others basically do the same. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Well, booyah. So we have Caleb Howard and just, dude, first off, thanks so much for coming on on the air and just sharing what it's like to be a coach and uh, just giving us some clear handles as far as, you know, who's qualified for to be a coach, which, hey, if you're listening to this and, you know, uh, I mean, good chances are that you're you're probably pretty qualified uh, to be a coach. But if you are interested in being a coach, uh, please feel free to reach out to myself or Jason at uh, tim.nichols or jason.fenton at livingproof.co. But, Caleb, we always try to ask our guests this before before they get off. Oh, gosh. Just knowledge bomb. Drop one on us right now. And then we'll, we're going to head out of here. Not, knowledge bomb. I mean, he kind of already dropped one. I know. He dropped quite a few, actually. Um, also, give us a clear plug. I'm not interested, 
in ladies fashion, but I think we may have some listeners that are. So give us a clear plug for Bolt. Tell us what it's about too. Bolt is uh, an online exclusive women's clothing boutique selling fashionable clothes that you can actually wear. Um, Praise God. Wild. My wife came up with that tagline because um, the clothing industry is, from the world standpoint, it can be... Are there clothes you don't wear? More out there. So that's, that's kind of, that's the point. Like, these are clothes that you can wear in front of your grandma and feel comfortable. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And co- coming from a man, it feels weird saying it, but Abby makes it sound a lot better. Um, <laughs> <Gotcha>. Okay. <laughs> a truth bomb. Just about being a coach. What do you got? Stay authentic? I don't know. Love it. Stay authentic. That's, that so, actually, che- that's that, so cheesy. No, it is not. That's you know so what, cheesy. I feel like Jesus would love cheese. Stay authentic. Bang old bang old man. And you know what though? Simple is easy. What was the the the, the quote he said? Something about being simple. Uh qualified. Qualified. Qualify the qualifiers. No, that's awesome. And so yeah, I mean absolutely. As long as you're staying authentic, uh, I mean you could truly, you know, run after a group and you can coach them, you can lead your own group. Because uh, without, I mean, if you're being fake during that entire process, are you really, you know, calling people to uh, towards Christ in that moment? But if you're being authentic, I feel like you, you definitely have a better shot at that for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we have Caleb Howard here, uh, Bolt Boutique. What are we at? Boltboutique.com. Boltclothingboutique.com. Actually, you can type in either one; it'll, it'll work. You guys got the uh, the Google AdWords going? Yeah, love it. Yeah, uh, we got all the things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just thank you so much for uh, for joining us and uh, for all you listeners out there. Um, if you are interested in being a coach and you are interested in just kind of, you know, maybe taking the next step in your in your faith, and that could be uh, getting just kind of more involved with the church. This is just a very you know easy way that you can get to know more people. You can uh, get to kind of. Uh, Strengthen that muscle of leadership a little bit, um, and and you're going to get a lot of great handles. Um, I mean, we've got such great staff members that are kind of overseeing uh, everybody that is within the uh, that are coaches and leaders, and so I mean, you're going to get a lot of great handles uh, just kind of being part of our ministry. It's, yeah, you don't you don't need to know all the details. Like you guys have taught and coached me to be like, just share this. It's like okay, and then I go and share it. And then the group coach, the group leader's like, "Wow, that's good." I'm like, that's not from me. <laughs> but, but thanks. Like, you don't need to know any additional information. Right. We're we're a team. That's how I would say it too. It's like you're not a, a it's a one man band. It's like now we're all you're just a part of the team now, and we all get to work together to help shepherd people. And when when some of these leaders, like, for the ones that I've shared as examples, who are in these transitional seasons, they're like, "What are we going to do?" And I'm like, "Great question." Let me ask Tim. Let me ask Jason to get their thoughts. Like, I'm not even coming up with the answers. Like, yeah, it's it's easy. And then we're asking Phil. <laughs> <laughs> right. It gets up to Phil. Every issue you guys have gets up to Phil. At yeah. Some point, so. nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so, Caleb, just thank you so much. Uh, everybody out there that's listening, um, I just hope you go out there and shepherd well.